Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Darren Baldwin, and I'm actually joined by, we have a super guest today. <laughs> joined by sure uh, super. Yeah, word. super duper <laughs> guest. Uh, we're joined uh, by Craig Hagen, uh, all the way out from Broken Arrow. Uh, so we're glad to have you, bro. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah, man. We're going to be uh, actually jumping into, uh, we'll see how many podcasts we could uh, get cranked out while Craig is here, but I know we're going to be talking about Today, uh, I one thing I've noticed just uh, kind of getting to know Craig a little bit more uh, more recently is uh, he seems to have a lot of responsibility, but uh, he seems to be, I mean, as far as I can tell, a pretty stress-free guy. And uh, Craig, man, in all seriousness, I've seen a lot of pastors and ministers. Look, he's already laughing. We haven't even gotten started. <laughs> We're, uh, I've seen a lot of pastors and ministers and, and staff and people, you know, that serve in different capacities in the ministry and church, family members. They just have a really difficult time coping. And, yeah, especially uh, in 2020. <laughs> 2020 is actually the this is the this has been a crazy year hasn't it now if you can cope in 2020 you could cope through anything i think yeah i mean you know i, I think it's obviously my upbringing obviously teaching from my grandfather he's always said he's a stickler for the word and you know i got the word on my side but like i said 2020 has been a just a different year and there's so many people out there that are stressing about so many things i mean obviously People's lost their job. And of course, obviously, people are, are concerned about their health. And, yeah. you know, some people, you know, they're concerned to get out of their house and things. But, you know, when we go to the Bible, you know, the, the Bible tells us what we need to do. And actually, um, Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6, when I read it from the New Living Translation, it actually tells you right what to do. And it says, don't worry about anything. Well, how, how clear can that be? You know, the, 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 my, my grandfather always says, you know, God's word says that I believe and that settles it. Mm. Well, the word says, don't worry about anything. So if I'm worrying about something, then I'm being contrary to God's word, mm. you know. But you know what it does say? It says whenever we're concerned, whenever we're worried, the next part, it says pray about everything. You know, a lot of times we pray about some things, but we don't pray about everything. Mm. So if there's something that's stressing you out, something that you're worried about, pray about it. Mm. You know, well, what do you mean pray about it? Well, the next part says, tell God what you need. I mean, you know, say, God, this is what I need. I mean, God, I, I need finances because I just lost my job. You know, $1,200 from the government was nice, but that didn't take care of all my family, you know, stuff. Mm. And then it goes, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. It's such an amazing, you know, God's done so much for us. And a lot of times we never say thank you. Mm. I mean, think about if our natural parents, I mean, you know, as they give us gifts, and especially Christmas time, if we never said thank you to our parents, I mean, I mean, our parents would quit giving us gifts. But God loves us so much that even though we're not thankful, he still gives us gifts anyway. Mm. But, you know, we need to tell him what we need, and then we need to thank him for all he's done. Mm. It's you know, just, just, you know, just thank God. Yeah, I love that, bro. But then the next part is, then you'll experience God's peace. The peace which exceeds anything we can understand. And so people say, well, how am I going to have peace in the middle of a pandemic? Well, it's not for you to understand. The Bible says you're not going to understand. It says what we need to do is don't worry. Um, you know, remember that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? Yes, I do I remember mean, you know, that. Maybe you need to hum that in your head, you know, sometimes. Because um, mm. there are times... We, we, I'm a human being like everybody else. And there are times where we have an opportunity to be um, stressful. And so, you know, it's an opportunity, but we don't have to take that opportunity. Now, what happens in my life is that 
Stress will come immediately, like, oh my goodness, what you know, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden, boom, on the inside, you know, you know, I, I just hear the word word of God says, you know, don't worry about it, mm. give it to me, and and I do these things. But it says, then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You know, the Bible talks about renewing our minds. So so as we ask Him, and we haven't received our our answer yet. We just have to stay in his peace, you know, by renewing our mind on a daily basis. You know, you know, it's just that simple. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm a pretty, pretty chill, pretty stress-free individual. And, and like I said, we have opportunities to have stress, but yeah. I just don't let the opportunities, you know, stick around very long. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, I was thinking about, uh, you know, the podcast is called The Spiritual Leader. So we do have a bent towards, you know, speaking to leaders and that could be leaders of Businesses. We're all leaders in some capacity. We lead our family. Uh, you know, we people are always looking at us. We're influencing people all the time. But specifically, we feel you know led to kind of minister to leaders and like musicians. You know, pastors, yeah. leaders, ministers, business owners, etc. Um, and sometimes as leaders, you face you have to deal with problems that yeah. maybe everyday people don't deal with. And that's a this is a pretty yeah. powerful application here. Well, I mean, just because we, you know, there are problems doesn't mean that we can't give those problems to God. And, yeah. and, I, and I think that's, so we, sometimes we have to visualize that we're giving our problems to God. And, and, and next episode, we'll talk more about another scripture. Um, mm. but, but, you know, you just have to understand that, that God wants to take care of your problems. He wants you to live worry-free. In, mm. in fact, my father actually has a book, How to Live Worry-Free, and using... Um, this scripture. And, and, and a lot of us, we get so caught up in, in the worry and stress. And, and I got it. I mean, you know, so, sometimes that what we need to do as leaders, whenever we're facing problems, whether it's our church, our business or whatever, is learn to leave that at the church or at the business. So when we go home, you know, there's a lot of displaced anger. I mean, you, you're stressed out at work and then you come home and you're yelling at your family for no reason. They didn't do anything. I mean, mm. you know, a lot of times your, your kids do some things, but a lot of mm. times they don't. And, and you're upset at them because you're stressed out over something going on at work. And, and, and I get it. I mean, you know, so, sometimes it, we can't comprehend how it's going to work out. But you know what? Our God is a God of the impossible. I mean, the things that are impossible to man are possible with God. Mm. You know, with God, all things are possible. And we just have to believe that the word is true. And, and, you know, as we believe the word is true, it's a whole lot easier to, to live a stress-free life, especially whenever you've had issues, problems before you get, it says to ask God, mm. it says, you know, to tell him what you need. And, you know, if I'm, t you know, my, my earthly father, he loves me so much. And, and if, you know, there's been times in my life and like, you know, I don't ask him if I can borrow $200. I said, I said, dad, I need $200. You know, and he has the wherewithal to give me $200. Now, if it's, you know, a bigger amount, you know, maybe he doesn't have the wherewithal. But I know my dad has $200, probably has $200 on, on him. He always has some hide money. So, <laughs> so if I said, Dad, I need $200, then he'll reach in his pocket and give me $200 because he loves me that much. But you know what? My spiritual father loves me even more. You know, and, and he has a whole lot, whole lot more than $200. Yeah, that's you awesome. know, maybe I need thousands of dollars for, 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 you know, for the church or something we're doing or, or our business, you know, I mean, in 2020, just to make it sometimes, you know, but, but, but our father loves us so much. So, so just tell him what you need. And then it says, then you'll experience God's peace. So just let God's peace, you know, be experienced in your life. And, and it's, you know, I, I just always walk in peace. 
you know, and yeah, there's sometimes I'm dealing with stuff, but you know, I, I never let anybody n- know what I'm dealing sure, with. Sure. And that's, know. that's more real. Cause like you're saying, we all have the opportunity to, to yeah. be stressed out and uh, deal with, you know, everybody deals with stress in their own way, but I, it's, you know, it's crazy. I'm just sitting here thinking, this is the simplest thing I've, I've thought of all week. It's like the scripture says, go, you know, don't worry about anything. Yeah. But, but we, we can worry about stuff, but the Lord's saying, don't worry about it. And then he gives us the formula of how to get rid of worry or deal with worry. Yeah. But I wonder how few people do this. How many? Well, you know. uh, during 2020, it seems like very, very few people. I mean, especially I think some of our, our, our newscasters, news reporters, they need to they need to read the Bible. Maybe I, I would a think bit. so. Yeah. I mean, everyone's all stressed out. They're the spreaders of yeah, fear. Well, well, that's the thing. You know, you know, the Bible says that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Mm. And you know, and one thing I've thought about: well, if God has not given me fear, for me to have fear. Or, or worry, I mean, that's not from God. If that's not from God, then, then the devil's having control over my life in one area. And I don't want the devil to have control over my life in any area. Mm. And so I'm not going to have fear because the Bible tells me not to have fear. So, so whenever powerful. I, whenever fear and worry, you know, starts coming in, then I said, you know what, God, I don't want this fear. I don't want this distress or this worry. I, I'm going to give it to you. I mean, you know, because you have the capability to take care of it. Um, I don't. And I don't know how you're going to take care of it, but that's not my problem. It's your problem now. Yeah, that's so awesome. I was just thinking kind of in between here, maybe some people really have struggled with whatever, you know, stress or fear or worry. I think what I'm getting out of that verse is you really do have to have a faith in God that he actually can work it out. And I think that's where most of the people that I've run across, you know, through the years, they really struggle with, can God take care of this? Because if if we don't have the faith, and we're, yeah. we're not going to go to God. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, you, you probably know that my keynote verse is Mark eleven twenty two. 22. It says, have faith in God. Yeah, basically, and, yeah, and so, period. So, and, and you know, I, I bring out, the, uh, in, in the, it's kind of on your money. It says, in God we trust, you know. And so if we can have faith in God, you know, and like I said, if, if God can't take care of it, then who can take care of it? You know, my God is, you know, can and my God will. And then that's the thing. We have to not only know he can, but he, but he will because he loves us that much. That's why I try to use my, my earthly father as an example because my heavenly father loves me even more even than more. Earth, you know. And, and so I know it's hard, hard to think because, you know, I know my dad loves me because, because I know how much I love my children and now I love my grandchildren. How much I mean, more does you know, How much father. more does heavenly father love us? I mean, you know, like, like I always say, if we were the only person on the earth, you know, the Bible says that God is so loved the world, he, he gave his only son. I think he would give his only son just just because if we're the only person in the world, Man, so not for, not for you know all the billions of people in the world, but if if you're the only one, God loves you that much. Um, I was going to ask you. Uh, by the way, I was just reading that Mark eleven twenty two. It says, "Have faith in God," and there's a period at the end of that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> have faith in God. Period. period. <laughs> Let's just close it out right there. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if you have. I mean, maybe a personal example or just an illustration of some sort on maybe something you've gone through or something in the ministry, you know, whatever, somebody in the ministry that, you know, you, you're worrying about something, you know, that I always say the devil's a little subtle and sneaky. He'll yeah. sneak in there. You'll have a, a couple of days go by and you realize, my God, I've been worrying about this and didn't even realize, but do you have an example or illustration of anything, any illustration where you had the potential to worry or maybe even worried, but then you gave it to God and then God worked it out? Well, you know, actually, um, I really don't. And, and you know, 
end the broadcast right there. No, no. Let, let me let me give an illustration from, from my grandfather. And you yeah. have to understand, from a young age, I heard my grandfather sp- yeah, you know, awesome. speak on these things, and I basically have kind of you know his his demeanor. And my, my grandmother, whenever whenever my, my dad and and my aunt Pat, they they were they were I don't know five and six years old, something like that. So my grandmother, they're all standing. All four of the family members are standing on the porch, and um, you know, my grandfather, like me, doesn't really worry about a whole lot. And, and so my grandmother says, you know, says Kenneth, I think if me and the children fell dead right here on this porch, you wouldn't even worry about it. He goes, Well, what am I going to do then? You, you guys are already dead. I mean, why, why would I? Why would I worry about it? I mean, what can I do? What an attitude there! And, and, and so, you know, you have to understand from, from a young age that's always been my life. Now, now, yeah, you know, have an opportunity to worry. I mean, I, I had a brain tumor mm-hmm. at, at um in, in the eighth grade. I mean, I was thirteen years old, and and I had this you know tumor about the size of a man's fist. And so, um, so the doctor came and um the night before and said um said, you know, we're going to have an operation because, because we basically, if, if we didn't remove the tumor immediately, I could die because it was so close to my brain stem. So we took two days and my, my grandfather says, you know, we'll, we'll take another, another scan. If it's still there, they can operate and we're, we're, we're going to believe God the operation will, will go smoothly. And it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, two people got healed during my surgery. That's two, powerful, two man. Awesome anointing. But the day before I'm 13. So imagine this, you're 13 years old, you're sitting in a hospital bed. The doctor comes and, and talks about the procedure, you know, kind of normal. And I don't know why, but my parents were not even in the room. So I'm 13. Mom and dad's not there. You know, and, and that's the thing. As you grow up, your mom and dad's not there anymore. Um, but, mm. but, you know, my mom and dad were always for me, always there. I don't know why. Maybe they talked to them outside, and they just said, well, go talk to Craig by himself. I don't know how that worked. But um, he came in the room, and he says, I just want to tell you that we have an 80% success rate with this surgery. You know, the only issue is, you know, the 20% non-success rate, um, you would probably not be here. Because you know they're so close to your brainstem, and, and so so I, I I need to tell you and be honest with you about thirteen you know, years old. Yeah, you know, thirteen years old. And then I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I know you live in Florida, um, but you know in Oklahoma, I mean the weathermen are always getting things wrong. I mean I, I don't know you know you know times where it's been twenty percent chance of rain and it rained. It's crazy. You know, so I, I will say immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, the devil started saying, well, that that 20 percent, I mean, that that that's, that doesn't sound like a big a big amount. But you, you realize that's 20 percent chances is, is way bigger than the chance you're going to die of the coronavirus. I mean, you know, and people are like going you know, nuts, going nuts about it. You got you know, a one percent chance. So of- so I had 80 percent chance of, of survival rate. You know, I'm thinking I mean, I'm 13, you know, you know, I don't know if I really had had a, a real girlfriend. I mean, you know, you, know, you didn't you even get fan, started yeah, yet. Just getting started in life, and you know, out. and and what about the twenty percent chance? But you know, and so so this, I'm trying to go to sleep. And the, the devil's, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, on the inside, said, said you know, I'm not going to focus on the twenty percent. I'm going to focus on the eighty percent. God, so we have to focus on on the positive and not the negative. That's powerful, you know, right and, there. And, and obviously, and you had way uh, more. You had eighty percent in your yeah, favor. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is we focus on, on the smaller amount. God. it's like how many times. Man, that's powerful. Do, do we focus on the, you know, we know that greater is he that's in me than he's in the world. So we know that God is greater than the devil. But how many times do we focus on the devil and what he's doing instead of focus on God and how good he is? Glory to God. And so, you know, we need to approve our focus. Mm. You, you know, that's 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 know, actually, that's, that's powerful. That's powerful. Overcoming <laughs> worry and fear. What That's pretty much we're worried and fearing because we're focused on that, whatever. I, I actually just misquoted. I said, 
one percent will will could die from corona, but it's not really one percent of the population. It's one percent of those that actually catch, catch the corona. The virus. Yeah. So it's probably like a point oh 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 one percent of the population. It's one percent. So people. we're sitting here freaking out <laughs> for months. Now, granted, we've talked about this, and and we do empathize with those that yeah, have I mean, I mean, lost you know, their lives I, I, and family I, you know, members. Family members, and we, we do, you know. And But you'd and, have a better chance of getting eaten by a shark on <laughs> land than getting uh, the coronavirus actually and losing your life by it. Yeah, I mean. That might know, be a little it, extreme, but you know what I'm trying to say. You know, one, if you do get the coronavirus, obviously one, it was 1% chance that you could pass on. And that's, that's if in your older area, if you're, if you're actually in the young, younger. Less. Like, you know, less. It's like it's 1% like, of 1% yeah, or whatever it's like it is. like 99. Eight ninety nine point nine, you know. But the, so, but we were. This is the thing that we're trying to say. People worry. They're worried and worried and worried. But it's like you've been declaring, and I. We heard you just minister the other day. You said you declare the word of God over your life. You and that's the opposite approach. You're actually yeah. putting your faith number one in God, but then you're putting your faith in. Also, there's a point oh 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 one percent chance. Why would I focus all my t- attention on something that's probably never going to happen? happen. You know, and uh, that's what fear and worry is. You're focused. Well, well on most stuff. people are worried about something that they'll never experience. I mean, that's, and powerful, that, that's, man. that's the way, way it is. But you know, you know, that's why I said, don't worry, be happy. Mm. I mean, maybe we'll have sense. to play that song at the end of this episode. Can we put a little of that jingle on at the end of this? We'll see what we could do with that. Uh, we're gonna. We're just gonna go ahead and bring this one to a close. Uh, we're gonna get into another one here um, on, on a similar subject. So if you enjoyed this one, uh, we'll be picking up uh, on the same line. But it's good to have you, Craig, uh, oh, great today to be on the here podcast. And, and and hopefully you guys will be worry free and stress free. I, I pray as you, so. As you hear the podcast and, and and read God's word. You know, I actually you just reminded me, and we'll get into this in the next one. My dad is actually one of the most worry free people I have ever met, and uh, maybe we'll jump in talking about him. But he just keeps on going. He'll, he'll be 78, 79 years old, goes fishing several times a week, still runs his own business. Hadn't heard him talk about coronavirus. No, no, he just keeps on moving. But, I mean, you know, that's, that's the way we all should be, right? We'll jump in on the next one. But uh, until next time, hey, we're believing with you. We're expecting for great things. Even in the remainder of 2020, uh, it's going to be, I believe, and this has been one of our best years yet, and I believe it's just going to continue to get better. That's what we believe. Why would we worry about anything else, right? If the Lord's for us, who could be against us? We love you, and we'll see you on the next episode. God bless.